Well, <laughs> finally, this day has come where we can dedicate this beautiful mandir. I remember about three years ago when I was here, the workers had just started chiseling on the screwed marble blocks. And it was very difficult to, at, that, at that time to visualize this delicate jewel of a mandir. It is really, truly a beautiful piece of art. And I would like to thank all of you who have made it possible that we have this mandir now. Those of you who have been doing the planning and the work, and those of you who have contributed financially so that we could build this mandir. And I do not have to tell you that there will be great blessings going to all of you who have helped. This is Smriti Mandir. Smriti means memory. And it is in memory of this great guru who brought these teachings to us. As most of you know, he was sent by Mahavata Babaji and his guru Swami Sukhdesuji to the West to bring the ancient sacred teachings of yoga of India to the West. He lectured throughout the United States in all the major cities. He established the organization, Self-Realization Fellowship, as the instrument to preserve the purity of the teaching and to spread it worldwide. Just as we have here in India, the Yogoda Satsanga Society of India. He wrote books. He 
trained disciples. He interpreted the scriptures, especially as commissioned by Mahatma Babaji, the Bhagavad Gita and the Bible. I want to dwell on this point a little bit. Even though he interpreted the scriptures throughout his active years in America, in 1950, in order to concentrate once more on the interpretations. It was true, he went to the desert so that he would be free to concentrate on that work. And I, I don't know why, it must have been my special karma. <laughs> I had the privilege that I was out there with him. I wasn't working on that particular project. I did other kinds of work, but I had the, in 1950, several months I was there and had the opportunity to be a couple times, several times, in a room where Guruji was giving the interpretations. And I wish I could convey to you what that experience was to me, but human language cannot describe spiritual experience. I can only say just to step into the room where he was, where he was working. That room was vibrant with a very tangible presence of God. And I saw that Guruji was in a deep state of inner God communion. And one of the disciples was at the typewriter typing the dictation that Guruji gave. And one remarkable thing, it went on hour after hour after hour, without interruption, without pause. And when one monastic secretary was worn out, he called another one to take its place. It went almost day and night. And the remarkable thing was there were no pauses to think, to reflect, never a pause. And I knew that he did not give that interpretation through intellect. It came through his direct communion with God. And I want to read to you what Guruji said. In your search for God in previous incarnations, you may have passed through states of worshipping idols or other material symbols and may have pursued many paths of blind belief. But now you have come to that point in your spiritual evolution where you realize that the highest truth is to be found within yourself. At last, you have been led to a spiritual path and a sacred yoga technique through which you can find God within yourself in the centers of life force, that is the chakras and consciousness in the spine and brain. The great initiation of Kriya Yoga is given to you that you may awaken the spiritual consciousness within you and there you find, you realize the divine altar of God perception. And so now, 
We are honoring our Guru through the opening of this mandir. And I would like to say something here. The greatest way of honoring the Guru is by practice of his teachings. And so I would like to urge you, those of you who are following these teachings, practice the teaching. It is a special dispensation. The sacred techniques which had been lost have been given again. This is the essence of the teaching. The techniques of Hong Sound, Om technique and Kriya Yoga and energization exercises, they all lead you gradually, steadily but surely to the perception of divinity within and then gradually after that into oneness with God. And now we are going to open this mandir. And there inside is an image of Guruji, a picture. And I bow, just as you do, you bow to the Guru. But keep in mind the principle. He is not confined, he is not limited to a photograph or an image. He used to say to us, the Guru is always present in the Kutasta center of his disciples. Another time he would say, the Guru is always present in the heart of his disciples. Another time I heard him say, when you practice Kriya Yoga, I come into your spine and do the work there. Obviously he doesn't come in physically, right? He is omnipresent. And so when you when you bow before the picture, don't limit him because that would be contrary to his teachings. And in your meditations and whenever you want to, you can be in that divine presence because he is right within you and around you everywhere. And I would like to encourage you with this understanding of these few principles of the Guru's teachings, Practice, practice, it is not in vain. You may go on for some time and you think I'm not getting anywhere, you will get there because you cannot make a spiritual effort without advancing towards your goal. Impossible. But there is a pure purification, which is very subtle, which is going on every time you practice the techniques, Every time you meditate, you're going forward towards your divine goal, leading eventually to oneness with the infinite, that absolute, infinite, eternal bliss consciousness. You will never be satisfied. You will never have peace until you have that realization. You can look in the world, in the, seek it in the things of the world or with people, you will not find it there because you are the soul, you are divine yourself. And you will not be at rest until you know that and you are one with the infinite, this consciousness of God.